This episode of 1001 Songs That Make You Want to Die is brought to you by T-Guitars. If you want a good, honest electric guitar, then check out T-Guitars. Available in three models, with each one tailorable to your needs. Get your hands on a T-Guitar. Made in Australia, made to be played. This is 1001 Songs That Make You Want to Die, and I'm Zav, your most useless host to this podcast. Fortunately for me, I had a whole bunch of other things that were far more important for me to do than this bloody podcast about a song that shouldn't have ever been a song, nor should it have been re-recorded in the 90s by a band that somehow made the word rednecks even fucking worse than it already is. So, on my behalf, sit down, relax, and get fucking riled up as Dan, Chibs, Ryan and Gavin pull this massive piece of fuck apart. You ever heard a song that you think is really shit? A song that makes you wonder how did that become a hit? Sometimes you need to hear a discussion about that in regular podcast format. Well, there's a lot of bad songs that we're gonna attack. A thousand and one steamer piles of crap. I'm telling you the truth, you know that we don't lie. Here's a thousand and one songs that make you wanna die. Oh, and now. Here's your hosts, Zav, Bebo, Dan, and Gypsy. This is A Thousand and One Songs That Make You Want to Die, the podcast where we don't know if you're coming or going or who the fuck you are. <laughs> and we are doing statement. Yeah, we're doing Cotton Eye Joe by Rednecks. Good lord, what has happened here? Uh, can lord. I say that cream is pedophile code for child masturbation? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've heard that. You've heard? I thought, yeah. I think it's a pretty known factor and, uh, in these parts. Saying that, welcome back, Gavin. Yeah, great great, great to be here, gents. <laughs> How you going, mate? Always, uh, always good on the podcast, guys. Uh, very excited to be back, filling in for Zav. Yeah, Zav's internet um, broke. Uh, he broke the internet, and uh, we got Gavin instead. Yep. What a fucking poor trade that was. Sucks for you guys. Consolation prize, we call that, in the industry. Yep. Yep. All right. The lyrics Can I just Cotton Eye. Can I just quickly say? Yes, please. Please, because I don't want to read these. (laughs) (laughs) No. Say whatever you want. (laughs) I know we're well, well ahead of ourselves here, but we could probably just read all the YouTube comments for this video and it would make a really funny (laughs) and good podcast. That would be the entire, yeah. Might have to do a spend some real time on part A, part B. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, carry Just on. do 50, 55 minutes of YouTube comments. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the um, I guess it's a chorus. Uh, it's either that or it's some sort of mantra that's repeated seven trillion times. God. I it actually four, then two, then five. <laughs> okay. Surely I'm more than read that. It once. Eleven I'm read choruses. It's got eleven choruses. I'm going to read it once. <laughs> <laughs> if it hadn't been for Cotton Eye Joe, I'd been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? Question mark. Mm. <laughs> it's one of the one of the eternal questions in life, isn't it? Where did you come from? Where are you going? Where? What will you do when you get there? I don't get it. Is this like a? Is it, is it meant to be? Is Cotton Eye Joe meant to be some sort of like mythical beast or something? Or what? What? Uh, 
What? Why is it stopping him from being married? Yeah. Well, I if we're the, if we're doing interpretations minutes. right now, like I've I've got a pretty solid one. Okay. Far away. Uh, and I'm still trying to understand it, but it seems to make the most sense. But it's like think of it like a redneck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, did anyone come across that it's a it, it could be code for an STD? No. Right. <laughs> I didn't cop that. No. That was on the second page of the Google. Oh, no. I. Oh, <laughs> I don't brilliant. really make it the second page. All right. Is that all you got? Well, we'll go into more later. Let's let's yeah, okay. keep going. All right. We'll find like out, we'll that, find out exactly who this Cotton Eye Joe fella is in verse oh, one. A CEJ, a CEJ is a, some sort of STD. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Okay. All right. Um, now there's verses in this song. Just in case <laughs> anyone just, missed just. Them between the eleven choruses, <laughs> but they're there. So it start. It actually starts to. It does give us a very solid rundown. Very descriptive rundown of what has happened here. So let's get into it. He came to town like a midwinter storm. He rode through the fields so handsome and strong. His eyes was his tools and his (laughs) smile was his gun. But all he had come for was having some fun. That's it. Deep. That's not even... Correct grammar. Nah. <laughs> well, we should his, probably mention his eyes was his tools. <laughs> did you what guys do any? On? Did you guys do any sort of deep digging into this song? I know you were, Gavin. Yeah, I, I took a good look at it. Uh, you know, they were talking about. Um, obviously, those are the only eight, uh, like the the two verses, uh, four lines a piece are the only eight lines of original lyrics. The rest are taken from the traditional folk song. Uh, apparently, it's existed since before the Civil War in America, which was eighteen sixty one. So it's like an old. You know, really old American folk song. The lyrics have changed over time, but that that sort of whole theme of Cotton Eye Joe seems to be, you know, the the, the prevailing element there. Um, well, you've got in, this wrong, Gavin, because the original is Cotton Eyed Eyed Joe. Joe. You, you're correct. You you are correct. They did drop the D on the uh, on the mm. Swedish version. Can I? Do we mention right. the Swedes yet? <laughs> They're definitely European. Can I hit yeah. you with a, one of the original verses based yeah. on the Wikipedia, just for comparison's yeah. sake? Okay. Please forgive my. This is pigeon English, so like I hope I'm not being offensive by saying this. But his eyes was crossed and his nose was flat and his teeth was out. But what of that? For he was tall and he was slim, and so my gal she followed him. If it hadn't been for a cotton-eyed Joe, I'd have been married long ago. So basically, right. they've changed it. Now he's a handsome dude. Yeah, Which takes yeah, right. all the drama out of it. Hey, he's. Handsome and strong, riding through fields. Yep. Or was his eyes crossed and his nose flat? Make up your mind. Nah, not this guy. That was Eyed Joe. This is Eyed Joe. <laughs> Just the one, the one wonky eye. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that'll play. I think. I think the difference between I and Eyed will play into uh, Southern's STD theory later on when when we come to that. So. Yeah. Well, I'm interested to see what that goes. There's... I'm not saying that we need to jump on it now, but I'm just saying I feel like that's that's going to be an interesting that that the dropping that day I think is going to become relevant. Yeah, we'll definitely get to, we'll work it out. Put it that way. All right, all right. The next uh, verse, unless you want me to read uh, the seven choruses in between these <laughs> verses, I, well, I would probably I would, skip it. I would actually. Are we good? That. You remember it? No, I'm not going to do it. Fuck off. <laughs> <All right. laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> If it hadn't been for Cotton Eye Joe... No, I'm not going <laughs> to... Uh, he brought disaster wherever he went. 
the hearts of the girls was to hell, broken scent. They all ran away so nobody would know and left only men because of Cotton-Eyed Joe. Real sausage fest after bloody Cotton-Eyed Joe's been there. <laughs> He's taken all the women. All of them. So to basically this guy's ridden in through a storm, just slings dick like nothing else. <laughs> He's laying. He's absolutely He's laying. laying. He's, laying He's, got, pipe. He's, got laying pipe. Like, He's got some real laying. BDE. Yeah. BDE. Oh, big time. Big time. Like, you know that guy didn't even turn up with pants on. How's, I and love then, this line. His eyes was his tools. Like he's just looking mm, around, hammering that's things right. and <laughs> screwdriving with his eyes. Uh, it's like impregnating them with his stare. Well, then, yeah. If his smile was his gun, then what's he? Is he, is he smiling at people? Is he killing them when he's smiling at them? What's the fucking well, play here? Thing. So, so that's first verse. Now we're jumping around, but well, that's fine. Let's, let's put it all together. If they all disappear after he's gone to town on them, is he killing them before? He goes to town after he goes to town, hospitalizing them permanently, or they just run away because he's a been, they've been attacked. I like the idea that and he's the a killer because that that, that does sort of play into the you know you, you know I'm, I'm assuming this is a gent singing this song saying I'd be married a long time ago if it weren't for that Cotton Eye Joe who fucking yeah. murdered my fiance, murdered all <laughs> yeah. of the women in the town. Yeah, with his dick. I feel like that's with his huge big dick energy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know what other way there is to put it. Yeah. Well, it's, did anyone else get a different theory yeah. based on those? Okay. Let's <laughs> let's go. All right, so, how literal can we take? No, <laughs> this is this is uh, less literal and more just like the only evidence I could find of that this means okay. anything. You know? All right, I like it. So look, they reckon that there's there's theories out. There's two theories, and I'm going with the second one. But the the first one is about that it's like it's a it's a st std or sti. And, you know, he brought disaster wherever he went. The hearts of the girls was the hell broken scent. They all ran away so no one would know and only left men because of Cotton Eye Joe. So that being referencing, sorry, that referencing an STD um, is a theory. People people say that they're, they're totally saying that, like, all this disaster. What is, STD? I, well, it doesn't even really say. And I looked in it, I'm like, okay, well, maybe, but it wasn't really that solid. But then I came across this little this little story and I thought that's what this song means 100%. So settle in. Here we go. All right. This is from uh, Landsberg Law commented this on geniuslyrics.com. A couple of years ago, I was about to propose to my girlfriend when my roommate Joe barged into the room from nowhere, (laughs) tripped over and broke the glass table with his face. (laughs) It totally ruined the moment. I didn't know Joe that well. Didn't know where he was from. But it put all my plans on hold. I put all my plans on hold just to help him through his injuries. Joe had gotten shards of, of glass in his eye, making him completely blind from that eye. He was walking around with one of those cotton pads on his eye for, for a couple of months and suddenly disappeared along with my girlfriend. Apparently they had bonded during the time he was getting healed and, and had eloped together, leaving me behind without even a note. I tried tracking them down, but to no avail. In conclusion, if it hadn't been for cut, for the Cotton Eye Joe, <laughs> I'd have been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? So, Beautiful. That's fucking... Yes! That makes even more sense. Way more sense. <laughs> Poetry. Yeah. Poetry. Yeah. Oh, Although, if I can throw my weight behind the whole STD theory, uh, I feel like there's definitely another <laughs> song that ties in 
that ties in. I, I hadn't I hadn't sort of thought of the SCD connection until Dan brought it up. But do you guys know uh, Skeeter by the Melvins? <laughs> you know the Melvins, right? You know grunge band, the Melvins. They've got a yeah. song called Skeeter. Anyway, it's a real like journey heavy song, and this is like a guy telling a story over the top. Anyway, it sort of culminates with um this guy sitting in his kitchen with a bag of weed on the table, just hanging out, and his roommate walks into the room with his dick in his hand. And he points the dick at the guy on the table and he says, like, he's, he's got something at the head of his dick. And he points it at his mate and says, does that look like pus to you? And the guy says, no, I think it's just lint. And uh, There's a reference you know, to that in um, Foo Fighters. Uh, I think there's just some cotton on your dick. <laughs> well, the, da- the Dave in that story may very well be Dave Grohl, actually. Yeah, because so, there's a... There's that's a, for another funny... song, uh, Lint Dick Dave. <laughs> lint Dick. <laughs> that's not Cotton well, Joe. Well, lint, lint dick, if you can imagine the lint being a little bit of cotton and the eye being the eye of your prick, then Cotton Eye Joe seems to suddenly have a little bit of a pussy connotation on the old knob, <laughs> if you will. Just to back that up, the, the rest of that STD thing, I just didn't think it was worth going into, but basically, like, the act of a, like, Urban Dictionary says, the act of a man having his urethra swabbed by, uh, uh, what do they call those um, Q-tip things? Those little oh, cotton, yeah, Q-tip. Yeah, so, nice. It's got a Q-tip. To test for... <laughs> yeah, the little Q-tippy looking thing. <laughs> you know that? Anyway, yep. um, to swab for STDs, um, they call that, like, like that term, uh, cotton eye, is referring to that little cotton on, on the eye. When the Q-tip goes in your dick hole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, cotton, you, the, your cotton eye. Mm. That um, just quickly. Do you reckon they play the song in the hospital, like oh, as they're preparing to going... do it? Like, yeah, just for like, sure. Um, okay, let me just get all the utensils out here. I've got my cotton tips. You know, the maybe that's why. Well, hums. Let me just hit play on this cassette. <laughs> maybe that's why he would have been married a long time ago if it weren't for his throbbing STD in his dick. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon you got. You're onto something here, Dan. I don't know, man. Yeah. I reckon they could actually get rednecks in person these days to come and play it while they do those tests. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon they'd be pretty busy. <laughs> that um that Dave Grohl thing that I was telling you about is called Just Another Story About Skeeter Thompson. And it's like it's a like a heavy track where he's just talking over the top of the story of that guy yeah, telling that's, him. That's that's the Melvins, isn't it? No, nah, it's Dave Grohl. It's called it's from his pocket watch demos before uh before uh, the first Food Fighters album. Oh man, that, that that I'm looking it up now. That's Dave talking about Skeeter Thompson over the yeah. top of a track called Skeeter by the Melvins, produced by Dave Grohl hmm, on the album King on the album King Buzzo by the Melvins. Yeah, right. It's also on his pocket watch demo, but this is not great podcasting. So let's go. All right. Well, we can we <laughs> no, argue, no, about, play, we can argue play, about this play, later, Beppo. I think it's Lynn. Uh, now. <laughs> Also, a great local band named Lint. Is there, you guys heard Lint? Lint <laughs> is also a great local. Tips is already skeptical about local bands that are actually good. Nah. He's like, nah. It's also a great local <laughs> chocolate <laughs> shop. Don't try and sell it no, to him by telling him there's a good one named Lint. No, no. Um, okay, who's your who's your favourite member of uh, Rednecks? Um, oh, yes. Ace Rat, Ace Ratclaw, Spades. Purvis the Powligator, Zoe Duskin, Whippy, Dagger, Jiggy, uh, Jiggy McClanahan. I can Mo tell Lester, you. Mo Lester the Limp. That is Cash, mine. Bone Duster, Croc, Rufus Jones, Mup, Misty May. <laughs> I like um, Ken Tacky. Ken Tacky's hilarious. Ken Tacky. <laughs> Ken Tacky. <laughs> Can't. Yeah. BB stiff. 
But no, yeah, I think I, like I think Mo Lester. Mo Lester the Limp is a fucking brilliant <laughs> yeah, name. Pretty good. Mo, Le- Mo Lester the Limp is pretty rough. Mo Lester um, the Limp. I like Bone Dust the Croc. <laughs> well, he's good. <laughs> what does Muff uh, mean? Muff. Yeah, <laughs> Muff. Like, everyone's got these creative names and someone's like, I'm going to be Muff. <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, Ace Rat Claw is pretty cool as well. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Uh, Ace Rat Claw. So, Doesn't that Simpsons yeah, skit um, where they're like, I'm Crystal Meth. And sorry, <laughs> sorry. Um, when I'm saying that, they're the current members of Rednecks, not the past members, which that list is much, much longer. Yeah, 26 past and present members. Well, if you band. look at Rednecks' Wikipedia article in band history, I'll just read you the headlines of all the, the categories for band history. Formation. Departure of Lungberg and Riding Alone. Farm out and controversial lineup changes. The best of the West and more lineup changes. Return of Lungberg and comeback. Second departure of Lungberg and singles. <laughs> Second departure of Tully and singles. Return of Lofgren. Manly man, live stream, and performer turbulence. Fuck me. <laughs> what a history. I can imagine, like, after you've played this song so many times. <laughs> You'd just be like, I can't do it, and I can't do it again. I don't have thirteen more choruses in me. I'm leaving the band. One you them... run out of money, and you're like, "Fuck, I've got to go back and play Cotton." <laughs> one again. of them, one of them, I saw specifically left due to exhaustion as well. So that was, um, <laughs> I think, definitely, definitely a, um, a, a, you know, a side well, product of having to play this fucking song all the time. You'd have to guess if this isn't a methamphetamine-driven track. I don't know what is. So. Yeah. Yeah, you know, there's burnout at all. Ends. It's definitely one of those things where these guys would all be like pretty legit musicians, but they've they've stumbled on the money maker is like doing hillbilly dance music, which is not sustainable for a happy life. <laughs> didn't that? Didn't but didn't that? Um, didn't that like other DJ like basically rip that off as well? From wait, which DJ? Uh, the dude that cut his head off. Dubby Energy has declared war on Big Energy, who probably support ISIS. If you want an energy drink with no maladextrin, no artificial colours, and no kickbacks that fund insurrections in the Middle East, then look no further. So head on over to dubby.gg and use the promo code 1001songs. That's the number, 1001, for 10% off price of purchase. And remember, kids, if it's not Dummy, it's ISIS. Ooh, you're going to need to do some Googling on this. I need to know who cut their head off. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember what his yeah. name is. But he, he cut, cut he off his old Cotton Eye Joe, did he? He basically just started playing country music and putting a techno beat over it, and it was like the biggest thing ever. It's like, um, okay. this is just rednecks. Yeah. Yeah, right. Anyway, I can't remember who it is, but you'll figure it out. Um, yeah, so sweet Swedish Eurodance group Rednecks. Their debut album was called Sex and Violins. Fantastic name. Mm-hmm. Came out in 1995. Um, how's this? The vocal verses um, are performed by Anita Lungberg, while the Cotton Eye Joe chorus is a sung by Goran Daniel- Danielson, who is not in the video. Okay. <laughs> he sure is not in the video. There's a lot of stuff going on in the video. There's a lot of dudes in that video. It, 
they do say that he is the dude that sung it on the recording. And he's but not he's there. not in the video. All right. So that's, that's a dignity to Shamaya right there. Oh. It, miming let, Cotton Eye Joe when you didn't you write seen, that. Like, we well, didn't sing it. the last, um, I think it's the last ever episode of Extras, the Ricky Gervais show. Yeah. Oh, and no. it's got a. Um, like the Christmas. No, uh, I don't think so, but it's Clive Owens in it. Oh. And she's a. Yeah. And she's a um, extra, and he's like basically standing in front of a calling her a fucking fat pig and all this stuff to the director saying, like, I wouldn't fuck that. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, what's the extra is this? Like, I'm Clive Owen. Like, I wouldn't fuck that. Yeah. You're like, well, what if you just, um, <laughs> you know, like, I, I know, like, after you've, uh, he's like, I wouldn't pay, well, I wouldn't pay for it. He's like, okay, well, maybe after you've had sex with her, you just, you pick up some shit and you just throw it in her face. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, no, I don't, I don't want. I don't want that. I don't want you to do that. And he's like, yeah, 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 all right. I could sort of smear it in. Yeah. And I'm like, that's what's happened in this film clip. Yeah, it's to everyone. They found, people, they found people and just smeared shit in their face, <laughs> except they let it happen. Yeah. Yep. The director's like, yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, I see it here. Okay, let me just get some of this <laughs> yeah, dirt. I'm going to rub that in your hair. Rub it in real good. <laughs> Wait, are we on the <laughs> film clip now? Are we gonna, are we, are we going to go right out of the film clip? Not yet. Not yet. All right. All right. <laughs> not yet. But. Um. Yeah. It's. Uh, fuck. Yeah. Rough. <laughs> it is the, rough. The produ- the producer is Pat Raniers. Um. Who I like this because he also wrote a song called "The Way I Mate." <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Happy not, he's got a song called knowing. "The Way I Mate." The, the producer of the songs goes. <laughs> yeah. He he's got a song. Look, like, he's also a songwriter, and another song he's written is called "The Way." I Have mate. you heard it? No. Is it just a recording of him getting it on? <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Just, just a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he yells his name. Barrain! Then the violin's coming in. <laughs> 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 The way I mate. <laughs> the way I mate. Uh, oh, there it is. It's on their greatest hits, track six. Oh fuck! There you go. <laughs> I'll look him up. Uh, oh, no. So, um, in nineteen eighty-five, the Moody Brothers version of Cotton Eye Joe uh, was nominated for a Grammy for Best Country Instrumental Performance, and the Irish group The Chieftains received a Grammy nomination for Best Country Vocal Collaboration for their version of this song. Um sung by Ricky Skaggs in 1992. Mm. So this song's been nominated for a Grammy twice by other people. Ridiculous. Intriguing. I feel like that. I can see the Irish thing, though. It's got a like, real Irish sort of jig vibe to it, though, that works. Big time. Yeah. yeah. Looks like a dirty Irish barn. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. Genuinely, I'd be keen to hear like an old, like old, old recording of this. I think it'd be kind of cool. But what has if, happened here? If, if you want to go, if you want to go for the um, if you want to go for the earliest known recording, uh, it was in the early 1920s, recorded by Fiddlin Joe Carson. Oh, uh, my favorite. Yeah, that's the, that's the oldest. Yeah, Fiddlin, Fiddlin Joe. Here, FJC. Fiddlin everywhere. I had a really good um, arrested not long after. Uh, <laughs> like a version of Dex attack, man jailed, cream. <laughs> was was the version you're yeah. talking about, Gav? Was that like a really smooth jazz song? Um, I didn't get ears on it actually. I was just just having a look at the chronology of the recording because it's been recorded thirty different times from what I could see. Yeah, um, yeah. Actually, and Rednecks recorded Rednecks recorded it um, 
about seven. Yeah, I was going to say that's <laughs> that's the track list of their greatest hits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, yeah, I had a yeah. note there. There are 30 versions of this pile of camel shit floating out there. Um, yeah. yeah, 30. <laughs> so the production of this song has every single thing that I hate most about music. <laughs> bad, Mainly it doesn't have Kanye. Bad 90s yeah. techno beat. Yeah. Farm animal sounds. <laughs> Fiddles. Banjos. Not even real banjos, though. No. Apeggiated distorted guitar. <laughs> yes. Chicks having chicks singing with their voice pitch so high it's like a fucking buzzsaw. <laughs> <laughs> All of the things that make me want to die. Um can that be the uh formula for the updated theme song whenever that happens? <laughs> <laughs> Just take that. Fuck. Yeah, I'll record it. Yes. There'll be so much so much aggression behind It'll it. It'll just be this song. It'll be like <laughs> Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? 1001 songs that make you want to die. <laughs> I like that you forgot the name of the podcast. We were better. 1001, what the fuck do we do here again? We do have animal, we do have animal sounds <clears throat> in our theme. Song. Yeah, you that's do. true. What is that? What animal is that? It's a horse. It's sure. a horse. Have you ever heard a horse? Same, Mo. Is it a duck? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a tractor. It's a tractor. <laughs> Haven't you ever heard a tractor? <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, if we were a better podcast, every episode, the theme song would be similar to the song we were reviewing in its own style. Oh, but no, ain't nobody uh, that's a lot of work. No but I, no, I've had, I have heard that thought, Bev. And I... It took it took Dan Southern fucking three months to get us the seven-second fucking beverage. <laughs> Which is so funny because it literally took me about 15 minutes to do the intro, like the the theme song. I still prefer the drunken one you sent us at like 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, I think I've got it. And you sent it through. Yeah. And, and I. So has that ever seen the live Because I haven't heard that. I feel like we should definitely open the show with the drunken version at some point. I told point. this other I want that version of it as well, but I don't have it. Maybe oh, the Big and Rarities album. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, should we get onto the video? Yeah. It's about time. All right, Bevo, what happens? Hit it, Dan. I don't hit anything. Chibs edits this and puts it in there later. So Yeah, but I normally fuck that up and then have to send it to you to fix it. <laughs> well, I guess I will hit it. I guess I've just hit it now. Can Be I just here. say, don't forget my fucking crazy frog sound when I give this a 10 later. <laughs> oh, no. I keep fucking you over with that, don't I, Bevo? I remember everyone else's. I just assume Bevo is going to give it a four. <laughs> he it he's like, oh, look, you know, it's, it's, it's a shit song, It'll but be like, I hate this song so much. Oh, it makes me want to die and kill everyone in my household. But I, you know, but it's you got know the merit, and I give it, it is a four. cool. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys remember? Um, this is this is pretty niche, but Dapto Interskate back in the 90s. Yeah, fucking rink. oath, the one getting kind of hooker there, yeah. 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 This is uh, this song is that for me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. That's fair. Yeah. Here's the video facts from A to Z and they're coming at you straight from Ryan B. It's a terrible song and I know you agree. Music video summary. With Bevo. Rednecks perform their techno hillbilly to a crowd of supportive ravers in a barn. The band violate many safety codes by including horses, rats, and milk spitting in the rave. <laughs> it's kind of a bizarre thing where it's just two different worlds clashing, like the worlds of European bucket hat 
fucking ecky driven <laughs> ravers Ra- yeah and yeah. and rednecks it's, yeah. yeah it's like they just over the stumbled top, on over this the top formula. stereotypical rednecks too though not just standard like deep south it's like if you were to try and you picture the they most get away with that shit like if they turned up to play a show in Louisiana or something, no. you reckon they'd just be like... They would be... Like that scene from Blues getting bottled. Yeah, they would be no, they'd stabbed. Get Have you noticed, though, that like the makeup they're wearing to make them look more redneck is kind of a bit more zombie makeup than... Yeah, they all look makeup? dead. 100%. I just assumed they were strung out. You, it'd be like if, they sh- like if they showed up to Australia and were like, G'day, everyone. Who would like to go to the pub and get themselves a Fosters? A big, a big room temperature Fosters. Help Good day. We'd be like, I'm going to stab you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Cowabunga. <laughs> Cowabunga. <laughs> Coppers. It's a weird film clip from top to bottom, though. It sort of feels like there's a storyline that's happening, but then at some point you realize that there's just not. And it's like, you, you know, the part where the, 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 like, there's the, all the signs around and it's like it feels like it's setting something up and then the girl falls on the guy off the mechanical bull. But then nothing ever um, resolves. It's just there's no actual story at all. It just it's it just feels like there's embodiment meant to be. of smoke and mirrors, where every shot's so blurry and so quick that you yes. don't get time to figure out what's going on. Yeah, yeah. it's as frantic as the um, fiddling. <laughs> <laughs> um, the signs are bizarre. Yeah, You've brilliant. Got, you know, that was my no, favorite bit. <laughs> no bath. Horses outside. Clearly not. No, no sex allowed. Yep. Are they talking about fucking the horses? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seems like See, it. like, I feel like, and I think that's why it's my favorite thing. It clearly just embodies what they decided was the perfect, uh, you know, addition to their stereotypical rednecks that they couldn't visualize. So they had to write it down. And so they I, don't think that rednecks breed. Yeah, they don't think they breed, uh, bathe, What's or, no or time about? have horses outside. I'm not sure. It's just, I don't know. They just, I, they assume people are getting down to this, this banger of a track. Hmm. I don't want them fucking in the club, like. But I know this is going to make you really horny listening to this song. But just ease up. No sex. No sex no while sex. we're playing no it. Sex I know. I know it is a sexy, sexy song. This only ticks one one thing on my bingo chart for music videos, and that's the, there's horses in this video. Yeah, there are. No green screen. No beach. No, no, it's definitely not a green screen. No, they were really there. It doesn't no leave that one room either, does it? It's just it's set inside that barn and it never leaves it. Where, if you had to like look above and down on it, how would you draw out that room? Oh, you could where brown. Where's the mechanical ball? Where are these? Where are they we're, playing? And where is the mosh pit? That is there's also confusing. a little. There's like a little staged area with a door like leading a off. Tiny it. barn. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And why is the chick that's riding the mechanical ball look like she's from the modern day, and the rest of them look <laughs> and, like they're from and very like Swedish 1840s prospect? It's very much like I'll be in the video, but I am not dressing like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I paid ten grand for these tits, and I will get them out. <laughs> Can you splash like me water, the please? Mice. I like I like that the mice get pulled out of the hair on two separate occasions, just oh, in case you didn't man. you didn't catch it in the intro. That's early. Yeah. That's he, get, there's mice he catches here. it. He he gets one early, and then probably oh, I didn't I didn't jot down the numbers, but way later in the film clip, he's like he realizes there's a fucking another one in there, and he goes back and rips it out. Like what? Hey, funny if he had to pull it out of his ball hair. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So I had a I had a small note here. Uh, 37 seconds in, if you guys want to, I don't know if you're watching. Oh, I know what happened. I've got the exact same thing written down. (laughs) I have 37 seconds. Yeah. So, Mm. (laughs) did you have a word to describe what you're seeing there? 
<laughs> no, you go first. I'll tell you the word I I have described what I'm seeing there. It's cannibalism. Oh shit! I forgot it's about literally, that. Literally, literally what I've written down. I'm like, are they about to cannibalize a man dressed in some as a, some as sort a of yeti. furry beast? Yeah. There's some, there's some primo acting there too because his face is so pained. I I yeah. feel I like think, it's a, I think it's legit. very legit. Like, yeah, they it's almost like certainly a, uh, weren't what, acting there. No. What's that? Uh, what's that fucking uh, Eli Roth movie? The uh, Hostel. Oh yeah, you know the one where, where it's like in um in Prague, Eastern Eastern Europe, and it's like people can go to, this... to torture and kill. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe it's like the same town. Do you think this whole <laughs> thing's like, just like yeah. a, a like some kind of ruse to throw people? Like they 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 set up this band with this song to take the attention off the fact that there actually is this is actually happening. We're eating people. Um, yeah, yeah. That guy looks scared. And that's just, yeah. this is how yeah, they like, advertise. And they were like, Oh, unless he was just an extra that, you know, turned up. To he was like, just, he was with just one some... of his mates. And they went, yeah, uh, he, he was, he was, he was <laughs> some poor, a net, a net over him. He was some poor <laughs> and furry. feathered him. He was definitely some poor furry that was just trying to fucking just get laid. And he showed just up and he saw the, the no sex allowed sign. He got furious and tried to get his oh, fuck. When I got thrown no. out, they tied him to a pole. It's weird. So weird. Actually, yeah. I forgot about that. Bit. That's what I mean. That looks like it's setting that up as a storyline. It's like the elite, they're taking a guy out tied to a pole. You're like, he's going to make some sort of weird furry return. And that's just, yeah. that's the, he's in, he's in frame for about two seconds. You never see him again. Mm. No. So no, many no, questions. So he's many well questions. Gone. Yeah. It's also, it's also this white dude with the Jufro <laughs> that keeps kind of getting, <laughs> he keeps getting um like faded in and out of different sections of it. But I, it doesn't look like he's actually there. I, I really couldn't grasp as to what he had to do with the storyline of the clip. Well, uh, if it's the same guy I'm talking about, uh, if you go to 131, you'll yeah. see a guy staring at a chick on the mechanical horse and yeah. the face yeah, he's pulling it. there looks like he has an awkward public erection. <laughs> yes! <laughs> there it is. Know, but, so it's, it's a story. 131. Like, I don't know what he has to do with Cotton Eye Joe because we never... Uh, is someone in this building meant to be Cotton Eye Joe? Well, she ends up falling. When she falls off the mechanical bull, it's onto that Yeah, guy. she lands like, she, on him. She's yeah. essentially straddling but him. He, but he didn't know that was about to happen. Just, oh, absolutely like, oh. not. He's just wide-eyed. Yeah, he's like, yeah. oh, my God. It's confusing. Also, another very confusing thing that happens at 2 minutes and 36 seconds. Apparently, there's been a young lady submerged in water for God knows how long. <laughs> it escapes. At two minutes and thirty six seconds, she just pops up, saturated, like she's been trapped in a barrel for the last fucking five to ten minutes, and is taking a big gasp of air. I'm like, what? Are, these people are running a torture chamber. <laughs> she seems quite like pleased egg. about it too. Maybe it's like a re- weird BDSM thing. Maybe the guy that was tied to the pole was really enjoying it. She seems to be really happy to be. You know, that's you know, well, she's out. Yeah, oh, she's gonna yeah, live. I mean, she looks like she's out and she's climaxing. Maybe she's just reached the peak of her, you know, breath play orgasm. She's like, oh, it's sweet oxygen. Um, <laughs> it's the Wim Hof method of getting off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, God, it is scary. It's a scary time yeah, in this place. So I don't know what that, and then I'm like, where's that? Like, where's the big tub of water? Yeah. Yeah, it just, it just the geography of the room. Yeah, it just shows up. There's when also you like see the chick come out of it. Did you ever did you ever read that thing about the Shining where they filmed that the Stanley Stanley Kubrick uh you know take on the Shining and in the hotel they they shot it so that uh every time they left a room or or, or they they sort of navigated the hotel 
they made it so that there's no actual layout. The layout, yeah. if you try to draw the map Ooh, of the hotel yeah. based on the film, it's nonsense. It doesn't actually work. Yeah. And it's because apparently when you're watching movies and stuff, you, yeah, you, you, you try to analyze the, the layout of a room and just to sort of familiarize yourself with it. And it makes you feel uneasy if you don't know. And I feel like, Chibs, you're probably onto something. This film clip a little bit Kubrick. There's a bit of, bit of Kubrick. Kubrick in. Bit of, bit of Kubrick. First thing that came to my head when I was watching it. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're watching it going, wow. It's very Kubrick. <laughs> very, this 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 water barrel. Who knows who this water barrel is? It's part of the Outlook Hotel. Hotel. I was definitely watching it saying, um, <laughs> uh, I wonder if Molester the Limp directed this. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a very um, limpy vibe to it. It does. It does. Um, I had another note about the uh, the drummer. Um, there's a drummer? There's, well, there is. Okay. So, they have a there's guy, a guy beating a drum. <laughs> they have a guy pounding, and I've written that in capitals, pounding away he, on it. He came going pounding to... over. He came pounding when they saw when he saw that drum. On it, he's pounding away on a twenty-two inch acoustic bass drum, and we're all led to believe that the bass drum sound that we're hearing, the cheesy nineties techno bass drum sound that Chibs mentioned earlier that he loves. Um, yeah, that boots, boots, boots. We're meant to believe that that's coming from this guy who's just, he's got it between his legs, just absolutely going to What's he, what's he hitting it with? It's not, it's not, it's not a stick. Is he, he hitting it with a, a what's he hitting it with? Now, well, I, I can't actually <laughs> see because it's that vigorous. Whatever he's doing is yeah. very, very vigorous. But the thing is, here's, here's the problem I have with this. <laughs> Firstly, we're hearing an electronic bass drum sound. It's like, and he's smashing this acoustic drum. And, if I wanted to make that sound that we're hearing, I could do that very easily on a MIDI keyboard with my finger and just go, do, 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 do. It just, it's, it doesn't, it's like, a, that's another dignity destroyer right there. Like yeah. playing an acoustic drum to an electronic drum beat. It just doesn't really, it doesn't sit well. I don't like it. And I don't enjoy watching it. I thought you were going to mention how the bass drum skin is loose AF. <laughs> it wouldn't even yeah, sound like it's, it's hanging off the drum. Depth. It's because he's beating it so damn hard. Same with the violin dudes. They're just like, yeah. they're, they're holding they're it at weight. They're like firing off the hip with those fucking fiddles, man. <laughs> very young. <laughs> yeah. It's very 1920s gangster some, Tommy oh. Gun style fiddling. Yes. Yeah, they're really not playing that. Yeah, some fiery fiddling. Can you imagine being in the room, like while they're doing that film clip, having to listen to that drum? Oh, like, yeah, good point. Can you imagine yeah. nine hours of insufferable. Being it wouldn't. It like this would be ridiculous because old mate would be miming it. Yeah, <laughs> like, he doesn't know the words. He didn't sing it. <laughs> he doesn't even know where he is. He's like, no, 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 and then the fiddlers are going <laughs> like they're doing yeah. nothing. Oh, man, in the acoustic bass, I was going, gah, 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 gah. and everyone else is like, going, what the fuck is happening here? Oh, man, it's going, like, water barrel. Untie me. I don't want to die. Hiding in there. She was yeah, hiding in, in the water barrel. She's the only one that's going to be peace because she can't hear anything. <laughs> that's a scary situation, man. <laughs> this video would be the perfect candidate for that. Have you ever seen those music videos where they take away the music and it's just the sound of the room? <laughs> it would be perfect. Yes, oh, it really would be, man. Sweating and jumping around. Yeah, it's just oh. a bunch of going. <sighs> <sighs> and then the mechanical bulls going. 
And the mice in the head just gone. squeaking. I, I, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. Please don't die. Me. <laughs> I couldn't breathe in there. And the guy that the bass drum going. <laughs> it's just the thought of screaming of someone being viciously murdered while tied to a pole. The sound of the lights going. <laughs> and the mechanical bull sounds. <laughs> oh, mate, the corner having an orgasm in his pants. <laughs> it would, that actually all sounds more appealing than this song. It, does. it really does. Yeah. That's fair. All of it. Like murder porn. <laughs> I'm basically going to watch murder porn that, over this. That's my other tab in this browser right now. Just, oh, shut that now. <laughs> all right. Um, YouTube uh, comments. Yes. I have three. Go. <laughs> Go. This is from Cassie. <laughs> um, uh, my favorite song is Amazed, Ghostbusters, Cotton Eyes Joe. <laughs> All right. Good on you, Cassie. Uh, Destiny, she says, I think I like this song because my dad and Nancy are married, so we had to listen to this song at their wedding. Fuck them. Oh, Good God. on you, Destiny. <laughs> And, um, I think I like it. I think I like oh, it. My dad and Nancy are married, so Nancy's the stepmom. <laughs> I think I like this song because my dad and Nancy and are married. This at their wedding, like obviously as their wedding song, like first dance. <laughs> Just a hoedown. And then uh, Rocky says, always thought it was Kathmandu. <laughs> 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 it's been forgotten, I do. I've been married a long time ago. Where did it come from? Where did it go? Where did it come from? Kathmandu. I like what you said earlier, baby. Like, we could just do YouTube comments. That was just three of my favorites. There's so many good ones. Here's one from James McLaren. This was nine hours ago. This is pretty recent. All rise for the cosmic bowling anthem of the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. That is so true. Yeah. Wildly accurate. The glow in the dark ball starts shining. <laughs> and... uh, cosmic bowling has begun. Good luck, everyone. <laughs> well, like I was saying before, the, inter- the roller skating. There's a man in general direction. <laughs> oh my god! I wonder, how, I wonder what how much a um, roller skate DJ gets paid. He gets paid in <laughs> sausage rolls. Is it too much yeah. or not enough? <laughs> Free access to the rink. Sausage rolls from the canteen. Company stock. <laughs> he gets to wear his fucking skates home. Get stock options. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Uh, any, did you get any Gav? Yeah, I, I had a couple. I think the top, the top uh, comment when I opened it was, um, "I showed this to my cousin. Now she is my wife." <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I think, I think my favorite one was a bit further down. I had to go digging for it, but when the world needed Cotton Eye Joe the most, he vanished. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's all I pulled out of it. I just thought they were both fucking excellent comments. Uh, I had one. It's not as good. I don't really. I'll read it. Go on. It's from, from Goat Herder. 
perfect like name. Herter or Herder? Herder. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. hurt. That's way less hurt. sexy. Yeah, yeah. Keeps them safe rather than hurting them. Um, <laughs> Keeps them from people that are trying to hurt them. <laughs> That's right. Uh, things we will never know. Where Cotton Eye Joe came from and went. What the Spice Girls really want. And who let the dog down? <laughs> oh, man, that comment's almost a trifactor of this podcast. It's pretty close. We need to get some Spice right. Girls on the show. I've got one more. Yeah, but Spice Girls are good. This was edited one day ago. The lead singer looks like if Mountain Dew was a person. <laughs> <laughs> Not fucking bad. Oh, my God. And fucking on the ball as you can get. The, wow. The beauty is that's wow. not the fucking lead singer. That's just the guy miming yeah. the lead singer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a yeah. bastard. Oh, man. All right, let's get out of here. <laughs> I feel like I've I just got a couple of like random facts that I dug up because I sort of I, I went I went a bit down the rabbit hole with this one. I thought it was some really I interesting shit. Did, I really did. I really did. So I think um you got to think, uh, you know, this song was late 90s. Uh, sort of mid nineties, wasn't it? Uh, you know, not not too far off the Napster era. Not too far off the Napster era. So in, apparently, in two thousand and one, record sales were dipping in general in the music industry, uh, mainly due to Napster. And Edinburgh was one of the founders of uh, Rednecks, and he said they should become a live entertainment group. Uh, you know, instead of just you know relying on record sales, they'll they'll sort of more do it as a stage show exclusively rather than make new songs. <laughs> one of the members said, "We'll not become a goddamn circus act." So Edinburgh decided to replace every member of the band, including himself, in 2001. So not they're thinking the, this is a novelty act. The band in 2001 was completely, literally no, none of the same members the following year in 2002. Wow. The, the band themselves all stopped being the band and in, and recruited people to take over the band. What? And they just, the band. There's no musical <laughs> instruments. Yes, that's... <laughs> So that was that was a whole that was a whole thing. They just completely ceased to be that band, but still, you know, still that band, just different, completely different members. And they made that choice. They they themselves stopped being their own band. It's like, well, like Chip said, when the Wiggles did it, yeah, their interview process must have been like the person that was going to play Jeff was like, okay, well, look, you know, do you fall asleep a lot and can you sing? <laughs> okay, All right, well, you got the job. Like yeah. for for Rednecks, it was like. How do you feel about smearing shit on your face and eating people? <laughs> because if you're into those things, um, yeah, you got the job for sure. Because like you don't have to have any musical talent. Like, like can yeah. you play the fiddle? They're like, no. It's like, good, yeah. perfect. Can you yeah. mutilate the fiddle? All right. I've actually just typed in Cotton Eye Joe live on YouTube just to see, and um, the band consists it. of a bunch of people holding microphones and one guy holding a fiddle but it's not plugged in <laughs> brilliant fantastic well off, off i mean the, they are a 10 off the band. band it's, it's from the from the crowd uh, it's from the stage perspective so i can't see what's on the back but they're doing cartwheels and backflips and it's um, very exciting should we should we give special mention to their many other hits including every other song they've got that sounds exactly like this um are <laughs> they <laughs> Uh, uh, that one is called Pop and Old Oak. Oak and yeah, like I listen to that. If you listen, it's exactly the same as this. Pop in an old oak is like pop up an old oak, pop an old oak, pop your dear is no old oak. And it's like, and then then like the lyrical thing, like obviously you could point out that it is different, but it is the same thing. That's the same thing. 
But then same it comes, it's sample. like same fiddle sample. It's like the exact, the yeah. actual same fiddle sample. It's not just I, I put it on, when you sent it to me, I put it on at home and my wife goes, I don't want to listen to Cotton Eye Joe. I'm like, this isn't, it's not. <laughs> there are other this isn't it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then he, um, and then, and then it's even got the same like, hey, it's like it's actually the same thing and i saw a comment on that video which was a sarcastic comment and it was like something like hey good on good on rednecks for um you know branching out trying something different with a different tempo different key different lyrical style i really respect them for for embarking on this musical journey of theirs (laughs) like it is the exact same thing man unbelievable perfect Sanity. Off the back end of off the back um, end of them becoming a, a you know a, 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 a sort of a live show only project, like I mentioned earlier, they ended up um, uh, franchising the idea of the Rednecks band name, and they claim to be the first international pop group to clone itself, and they literally allowed the the Rednecks franchise to be adopted by a New Zealand group to perform in Australia and New Zealand as Rednecks. They just <sighs> they have the exact same song, same everything. It is. In all respects and legally rednecks, but it's just a completely different group of people. Because <laughs> why not? Is it. that still going? Why not? I believe so. I think they still perform uh, in Australia, New Zealand. I had I had the names of the members. I don't have it up anymore. I had the whole. When this pandemic's over. We are fucking seeking out a redneck show. <laughs> if we can pull it together, I will be there 100. percent Or we're we'll starting one. <laughs> yeah, or we'll buy a franchise. Fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> and here's our song. <laughs> Oh, you just played it ten times. Sorry, really. <laughs> no, that was popping old. Yeah. <laughs> popping and bottles now by now Jessica Mowboy. Cotton Eye Joe. Here we go. Popping out see his popping the smoke. Oh, old man, by popping out Jesus Christ. It's insanity. The last, uh, the last fun fact I had. Sorry, just before we wrap it up, that, that I think was quite ahead of its time. Uh, their first EP, uh, which was called Inbred with Rednecks, uh, which is a fantastic name for an EP, it actually featured as track one, an uh, interactive click and uh, point and click adventure game that could be played on a Mac or a PC. So if you took their, the, the, the CD of their first EP and put it in your computer, you could actually play a little uh, point and click game in, cool. instead of track one, which I thought was really awesome. Ahead of their time. Ahead of their time. The song was number one in Norway for 15 weeks, Switzerland for 13 weeks, Germany for 10 weeks, Sweden for eight weeks, Austria for seven weeks, three weeks in the UK, in Ireland, it peaked at number two. Uh, it topped the charts in New Zealand, Australia, and the US. MTV Dance played Cotton Eye Joe. Uh, they placed it at 51 in their list of the 100 biggest 90s dance anthems. <laughs> Um, Paste Magazine ranked the song 17 in the 60 best dance floor classic lists in 2017. Thought Co. listed the song at number 92 on their list of top 100 best party songs of all time. What number, sorry? 92. Fuck. The fact that it made it into the 100 best party songs of all time. Crazy. 2001 uh, BDO world champion John Walton uses it as his walkout music. <laughs> and, um, Cotton Eye Joe, this is the best one. Cotton Eye Joe is frequently played for a segment called Coin Quest in the Adult Swim television series 
fish center live. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know you've made it. That's when you know, like, guys, 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 are you sitting down? I just got an email. Fish, fish center live. You're kidding. <laughs> oh, my God, we've made it. You've heard of fish. You've heard of center. Imagine them together at last. Live. Coming at you live. Coming at you live. It's uh, Fish Center Live. Ladies and gentlemen, Coin Quest. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? I imagine it's like one of those machines where they blow cash around, but it's actual coins. <laughs> it's a less, less popular version of fish. Grab the money. Yeah concept because people are just getting yeah. coins like stuck in their eyes and and swallowing <laughs> coins and shit <laughs> oh, i got a 50 cent piece just punctured me esophagus <laughs> it's mostly just screaming it yeah. ah, it's actually a terrible idea <laughs> coin quest and it's got this song going the whole time and no one can hear him scream yeah coin quest where no one can hear you scream <laughs> Because <laughs> they're blasting Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> Where did you come from? Where did you go? He's like, ah! <laughs> help. <laughs> this is truly the perfect soundtrack to a bludgeoning. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. All right. Let's rate this shit. Motherfuckers, this is it. Now it's time to rate this shit. Yeah. Um. Fuck, I don't know. I don't know. How many eyes made of cotton? <laughs> <laughs> Out of 10, would you give this? Um, 10 being that uh, you didn't make it out of that submerged tank of water and you blissfully, blissfully <laughs> slipped away in the darkness. <laughs> in a pe- peaceful darkness. They started filling in the 50 cent pieces. <laughs> <laughs> and one B, um, one B, you were that girl that escaped, um, but you only escaped the tank of water, but not the barn, and you were stuck there forever. <laughs> so it's still bad, <laughs> even if you give it a one. There's no actual good it's, one it's here. Still horrible. Yeah, so I, I can't see a good way of getting out of this song. No. I can't. Um, Gav. Oh fuck it! You want to get to me first? Intriguing. Yeah. All right, no, nah, fuck it. I'm going to kick it off. Uh, all right, I'm going to preface this score with a little bit of a... Oh, oh you fuck. He's yeah, going. Deal, deal, deal with got, this bullshit, We've got Gav in one of those crazy frog moods. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm in a crazy frog, frog mood. I'm going to go double crazy frog on you as fuck it. It was a song that trolled the world <laughs> from a... Fucking franchise, mate. Doesn't mean this is an advertising. <laughs> oh, fuck you, Chibsy. It was a song that trolled the world from a band that cared so little that they left their own band and then cloned it to make more money off fucking idiot. And I respect the living shit out of it. I'm giving it three cotton eyes. Uh, oh. <laughs> Man. Wow. wow. I mean, to this song, Dream would be at least. What once a week? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd stick around. I'd stick around for it once a week. Look, I wouldn't. I, w- I might not put it on once a week, but if it came on once a week, I wouldn't be hitting skip chips. Yeah. <laughs> so it came on in 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 the in the Gavin household. It's just on the radio. You and the missus look at each other and have a little boogie in the kitchen. You'd be fine I look, with that. I, I look at the I look at the missus, and then I look at the barrel of water over in the corner, and I just start nodding my eyes <laughs> real wide. 
Like, oh, it's that's time. Why, that's why I can it's there. time. And then you look at the guy that you've got tied up <laughs> on the spit rose pole. And the girl riding the mechanical bull forever just begging to get off. I'm like, not yet. The song's still going. <laughs> It'd be funny if Gav's background that looks like his house now is actually just like a Facebook line. Yeah. And he's cut- <laughs> it's a barn. It's a barn from Cotton Eye Joe. It was live from that barn. Yeah. Live from the barn. Yeah. Oh Jesus! Anyway, Fish yeah, and alive. Fish and alive. Um, I'm going three. What's up? All right, Bevo. I'll give this song one point for every chorus. <laughs> wow. Minus one point because of the hilarious idea of the, the video with no sound. Which gives it a. <laughs> this is a ten. This is a clear ten. But if, if you went to someone on the street and said, Quit, "Think of a shit song," if they didn't say "fucking Cotton Eye Joe," I'd be very surprised. This is the archetype of a shit, shit song. Thank you. That was huge. It's got the depth of a fucking puddle. <laughs> a shallow puddle. A puddle yeah. that's on flat oh. ground. Oh, By a Swedish like electro pop group that trolled the world. I'm saying it's a Yeah, so did Aqua, and I still enjoy that. <laughs> I <laughs> this guy, mate. Um, dance up. Um, well said, Bev. That was good. Um, this song was the uh, the bell at our school when I was going oh, to primary school. No. Oh, That's Jesus a, Christ. I went to a school, to a school uh, in Ferrymeadow, Ferrymeadow Demonstration School, and this was um, like roll call bell, go in to class bell, you know what I mean? And then there was first lunch, then the end of first lunch, then next lunch, then and then at the end of the day. I was hearing this about six times a day, right? And there was, <laughs> was there any school shootings while you were there? <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, I'm not going to comment on Nearly. that. But um, <laughs> but the thing is, very very fucking nearly. I can't give this thing, a, like I got to go with my gut here. I've hated this ever since I was eight. <laughs> hated this song. It is very much a ten. Because you nailed it earlier. Everything that, like you articulated everything I hate about it. I didn't even realize what I hated about it. But everything you said about it was like that's it. That's the formula. I hate all of that. Perfect. We're musical kindred spirits. Like when you said, I'm like, that is it. Like, I don't know why I hate it, but I hate it. Yeah. Just before you you go, Green Day Chibs. Just before you go, Chibs, let's. I hope Zav's written in, and here's his soundbite now for what score he gives this song. (laughs) And if he's not, then don't I look like a fucking? Can someone do it? It's not. (laughs) You've let us down again. Yep. Fuck you, Zav. But if he, hang on, if he has dropped it in. If he has dropped it in, we'll have to be like, oh, yes, good good point, Zav. I, I agree with that score. Oh, look, I imagine the fact that Zav gave a fucking Coco Jumbo like a one, <laughs> I reckon he would have... He would have fucked us. I reckon he's got me. I reckon he's with me on this one. This comes on in a nightclub at 3 a.m. and I'm I'm fucking staying for days. (laughs) Well, I was going to say, Gav Gav fits the rhyming scheme of the name. Yeah, Zav, Gav. And uh, you gave a score that was probably exactly what he would give. I reckon he's he's with me. I reckon if we've got that soundbite from Zav and we've snuck it into this show, I reckon that me and Zav are going to be patting each other on the back with this one. Zav's a little bitch.
There seems to be something oddly intriguing about the fact that this barnyard party has turned into an absolute fucking rave. And I think it's the, probably the fact that there'd be copious amounts of methamphetamine readily available, which really, really excites me about this whole scenario. However, the song makes me feel neither like dying nor living. It just puts me into a deep state of absolute nothing. So for those reasons, I'll give the song a 5 out of 10. Fuck those guys. You might look like a fucking. <laughs> give it a ten. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ten, 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 ten. perfect ten. Oh, I did. Oh, what's ten. going on? <laughs> no, actually, no. no good lord. Won't, uh, Hello, good lord. Good lord, is still number one. <laughs> to be fair, good lord deserves to be number one. No, I don't have an issue with that being number one. At yeah, all. good. I'm glad this is way up there because fuck this shit. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thanks, Gav, for filling in for Zav. Cheers for having me. And, uh, make sure you follow us on all the social medias, Instagram. Uh, you can follow us on TikTok. We are at the 1001 crew. Uh, follow on Spotify. Yeah, subscribe uh, wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, tell your friends about mm. it. Thanks for being a fucking idiot. You're all idiots. Dream. Thanks for following us on the socials. Don't follow me in my social life. Um. That's my private time. So. What's so short? We'll post his address in the show notes. Hi, everyone. It's Dan here from A Thousand and One Songs That Make You Want to Die. I'm here today to let you know that our podcast is now available on Patreon. That's right, for as little as $2 a month, you can now support this podcast rather than listen to it for free, effectively stealing the food out of the mouths of our starving children. There's one of them now. So why not join us on Patreon? You get bonus stuff each month, and you can even be a guest on the podcast if you want. Now, doesn't that sound better than making our poor children starve? (laughs) Oh, kids are great, aren't they? Anyway, on with today's episode.